Chapter 48 Radiators and Drains I'm sure you've heard the expression about people being like radiators or drains. Some people are like radiators, radiating positive energy, they're happy and bouncy and instantly make you feel more positive too. And others are like drains. The drains are the people who always seem to be down in the dumps. They're forever insisting on sharing something negative that's just happened to them. It's always to them. And sap the energy from a room as soon as they walk in. So, who do you want to surround yourself with? With radiators or drains? And even more importantly, which of the two are you? A good friend of mine, Jonathan, is the retired partner of a five-partner practice and used to speak at some avian events about his journey with us and about how it had helped his practice to grow and transform its service delivery. As well as talking about how his practice had been transformed though, Jonathan explained that he had been too. It's probably fair to say that most of us don't stop to think about how we convey ourselves until we're asked or forced to. But as good leadership is key to running and growing a successful business, we cover it a lot in our training, which meant Jonathan finally had to face up to his behaviour. In fact, he realised that he'd been a drain for many years. As he stood on stage, he'd admit to the room that in the past he used to arrive at work most mornings looking stern and annoyed after his commute or simply focused on the day ahead. Barely greeting a soul. His employees would have most likely thought, hmm, he's in a bad mood again, better keep my head down. The atmosphere would have become subdued and the morale with it. In other words, his behaviour set the tone for the rest of the office. But we don't have to bring our bad mood to work with us, do we? It's a choice. After all, I'm sure there'll have been occasions in your own past when, just after an argument with someone or after you've been upset by something, you've bumped into someone you haven't seen for years and instantly put on smile and greeted them warmly, rather than bombarding them with all of your problems. Whether after they've gone you chose to fall back into your previous mood is, of course, up to you. My guess, though, is that you probably don't, or not to the same extent anyway. Since the mere act of smiling, however hollow it may feel to begin with, usually makes you feel better. In our events, Jonathan went on to describe that once he realised the effect he was having, he made a conscious decision that, no matter what he actually felt like, on entering his practice, he would take a deep breath, smile, and take a few minutes to greet everyone, to ask how they were and to listen to their response. In other words, to be genuinely interested. And, he explained, the difference this made was profound. Not only did it make him and his team feel great, but when your team feels great, their performance increases, customer service improves, and your financial performance does too, in case you need a further reason to smile. The culture in your practice begins with you. If you're a drain, be aware that you'll soon end up surrounded by similar people, since the more positive ones will move on. But what if? 
Although you do your best to be a radiator, you have people who are drains in your team. I've certainly experienced this and have seen the impact they can have on team morale. As you'll have noticed, I value having fun in the office. After all, we spend so much time away from our families that office life ought to be fun, albeit balanced with still getting things done, of course. Over the years, I've had many conversations with drains who, when I ask if they're aware of their impact, answer that they have problems and that no one can be expected to smile every day. Of course, whilst that's true, failing to smile 365 days a year is still impressive. I've also learned that there are many reasons for their behaviour. Some drains, for example, thrive on the attention of the carers in the team rushing over to ask, what's wrong? Tell me all about it. Others are simply not right for your practice, and by continuing to work there will affect its culture negatively. In my experience, no matter how closely you work with someone to try to make them fit, if the culture is alien to them, the attempt will be futile. Another reason for their behaviour might be that they simply don't enjoy their current role. If you honestly believe that they fit your values and culture, but aren't playing to their strengths, or simply feel unfulfilled, explore the possibilities together. If you can offer them a different role, great. If not, help them to find a job that's a better fit. Of course, it's also possible that they're genuinely suffering from depression, which isn't something to be taken lightly. It's only by talking to people who are drains, though, that you'll discover the reason for their behaviour. In the case of depression, it may be that by talking and genuinely listening, you can encourage them to seek help. If you do discover that someone in your team is suffering from depression, I also suggest you seek professional advice on how you can best support them. 